Hold on. Shout out to my dad for helping me whenever I felt like I couldn't do it. And Tori. She helped me. New car parts coming in tomorrow. God is good. I just wanted to say, like, when Gabe was done, he was like, is money good or bad? It depends on the heart of the person. I was like, drop that mic right now. Just put it on the ground. We're going home. That was really, really good. I told him, I said, can I get a copy of your notes? Because, like, that is really is powerful. So simple, so to the point. Um, so who saw the video about tonight? Jason, did you see that video? Tori, did you happen to see it, Gabe? Maybe you saw it. Um, who, who did not see the video yet? I just want to see. Well, come on. Well, I'm going to play it for you for the 50th million time because I, <laughs> I want y'all to literally watch it. We're going to start to turn the uh, lights down and get the sound ready. We're going to, um, I want to show you this video. Okay. There's a message hidden in it. That's the whole point. There's a message in this video that I want to talk about tonight. Okay. Who thought it was kind of weird? Kind of just all over the place. Yeah. The f- he, Drew said to me the other day, what did the flowers mean? I'm like, you'll find out. <laughs> All right, so are we ready for that? All right, so we'll get all that going, and um, y'all just pay attention. We're going to talk about it. Hold on. Let's pause it for a second and make sure we got some sound, anything. Oh, Okay. Anything? I may not. All right. Well, maybe uh, I might have to run back there. <laughs> Is that okay, y'all? Would y'all be okay? I don't know why. So that's a candle, and <laughs> it's a light. All right. Um, all right. Y'all hold on one second. And I want you to pray for the service. The light shines in the darkness. Never mind. In the darkness. I was going to get you to pray for the service, but it started. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. But will have the light of life. Follow me. 
with your eyes on this light. Y'all pay attention to this. Can you see my light? Is it dark in this room? Is it dark? But imagine if this room was completely pitch black and you can see this light. You see it? Do you see this light? Is it bright? Is there anything in the way? Is there anything covering it? No. I want you to remember this for the rest of your life. I want you to remember this right here. I'm just me standing right here with this light. God's going to speak to you tonight. And I want you to remember this, this light. Okay? We can get a little bit light back on. Thank God for light. The light. So, lights are best seen in the dark. Welcome to Transform Youth. We're just going to call it out as it is. Lights are best seen in the dark. Just like when I was over there, that was kind of the darkest spot of the room. We tried to black out everything, but I forgot there's a nightlight. There's a nightlight in here, so you can kind of see, so you don't hurt yourself and stumble. Lights are best seen in a dark place. Do you know, I'm sure y'all know, guys, but we are in a dark world, right? It can get really, really, really dark. And I know, I know what you're going through, y'all. You guys really, I know, I know, I remember the things that I had to face when I was your age. Now I'm 28. It's been 10 years since I've graduated from high school or 11, I don't remember, but it's been a while. And you guys, high school and college and even today, just in the regular workplace, it's dark. Y'all give me all your attention. No fiddling around, okay? Okay. Just for a moment, if I can have your, your full attention so that I can deliver this word to you exactly how God's shown me to. Because I believe that this is going to change something. We're about to face a brand new season. A lot of us are about to go on the same exact journey, and that is high school, college, new career. I think that's like everybody in this category, this group right here. Okay? It's a dark place. And this video resembled three different individuals who were in the dark, but they saw a light in the distance. And it's flashing from sights, beautiful sights all around the world. And the flowers, you saw them come alive. You saw them 
Did you, didn't you see that? Like they, they formed life. Light goes with life. It's the life of Christ, the light of Christ. It's all about goodness and righteousness, holiness, pureness in a dark world. So they're in this battle and they're just trying to find their way and they end up looking at the light and they don't know what it is, but they're drawn to it. They're dr- they were drawn to that light. It was flickering, like they didn't know and they all picked it up and they just were looking at each other like, what do we do now? What is this? I wanna know more. Do you know that we are that light that will draw people in? Do you understand what I'm saying? We are that light. The light represents us, you. I have so much to say and it'll get real serious and then it'll get real funny and I kind of just like the contrast. But I wanna share a quick little story. When I remember when I was a freshman, I was at a brand new high school and at this point in my life, I didn't have any sense of style. So I was a sight. Um, I remember I showed up to high school on campus and I didn't know the, like the code. I was following it by the rules. My socks were up here, shirt tucked in, hair was super frizzy from the morning humidity. And just, I just knew, I, I just didn't fit in. Let's just say it in a nice way. I did not fit in. And as I was walking outside the hallway breezeway, I'll, uh, I'll never forget this, ever. I'm going to have this water. I will never forget this girl that came up to me. And I was brand new, so just remember, I didn't know anybody. I, didn't, I did not know where anything was. I'm walking, and there's this girl. She's tall. She's beautiful beautiful hair, great style. Even in a uniform, she looked cool. I was like, how do you do that? You ever have friends that look cool in their uniforms? And you're like, why does that shirt look good on you, but not on me? Like, come on. That's how, that was me. I was like, I look like the staple of nerd and awkward and you look really cool. So that was kind of her. She's just cool. She was very cool. She carried herself with a confidence that was very, very humble. She wasn't like in your face about it, but it was like she knew who she was. I'm walking with my little backpack and I hear, hey, are you new here? I turn around. Yeah. Well, come on, we gotta go this way. You just come sit with me. What's your name? Rachel, what, what, what's your name? Brandy, come sit with us. And she just starts asking me questions. I don't even remember. But what I do remember was we went into the, the big auditorium. We sat down. I sat with her. And I realized, oh, I'm a freshman. This girl's a senior. And that's a big deal. I don't know if it's a big deal now. But in that point, it was a big deal. She was the star basketball player. She was a Christian. And... Everybody loved her. She was, she was like one of the most popular girls in school. Just like the, just like perfection, you know? And I was sitting with her and I remember I sat down 
And I am like looking around and I, there's the freshmen and they're all looking at me like, who is that? Who does she think she is? And I'm like, great, you know? And I'm surrounded by these seniors and she's just like me, I want you to meet my new friend Rachel and made me feel like, okay, like she cares. She was a light, y'all, like a light. And do you know that at the end of that year, my freshman year, because of her, I became a Christian. That girl saved my life, y'all. Brandy Baracco, I will never forget her. She witnessed to me. She showed me the love of Christ, like, like pure love cared, pursued, but wasn't always in my, my face, but it was there just when I knew, just when I needed her. It was, it was Holy Spirit through her. She had a drive to help me, and that was the Holy Spirit because he knew I was a, a, a disaster. My life was coming to a, an end. I was just done. So tonight, I... I want to talk to you about being a light in a dark place and we can go ahead and and we'll get this put a little presentation together for y'all because I want to I want to teach you some things I want to teach you what I've learned since coming out of that season of high school and college and career and being a light in a dark place All right, I'm going to read a scripture to y'all. We're going to go ahead to the next slide. We're going to go to Matthew 5, 13 through 16. This is the Passion Translation, okay? Your lives are like salt among the people, but if you like salt become bland, how can your saltiness be restored? Flavorless salt is good for nothing and will be thrown out and trampled on by others. Your lives light up the world. Let others see your light from a distance. Remember when I was over there, you could see it. For how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? And would a light, and who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obscure place? Instead, it's placed where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So don't hide your light. Don't hide your light. This is very important. Let it shine brightly before others so that the commendable things you do will shine as light upon them. I'm carrying a light. It says our light is supposed to be shed abroad. It's supposed to go out. It's supposed to light up others. Like that light was in the video. It was lighting on them. And then they will give their praise to your Father in heaven. They're going to be drawn to that light. They're coming. Just like in the video, the light was shining. It was hitting them like splashes almost, flashing. And they were just drawn. They, they came. And it says, they will give praise to your Father in heaven. That means they're coming into the kingdom eventually. They're coming. Okay? I'm here to tell you tonight that the next season we're all about to go on. I'm about to go into a new season too, y'all. I feel it. That about, we're about to be big lights. 
for Christ in this dark world. We are coming into a new season, high school, college, career. Okay? All right. I want to, there's two points that I broke down. And the first thing is I want to teach you how to stand strong in your high school, college, career. How to stand strong as a light. I can't stop thinking about the word that Jared got last, last week at the lock-in. Do y'all remember that? And the Lord gave her a promise and said, Bruley High is yours. Like, she's going to be a light. We're all going to be a light. But like God commissioned her. He was like, Jared, he pointed her out and was like, it's yours for the taking. There's an anointing. There's a grace. It's going to happen. Just all he wants is our yes. And he'll do the rest. That's it. He makes it easy for us. And I just can't stop thinking about that word that you got, Jera. And it just goes with everything I'm going to talk about tonight. So I just want you to like, just really take it all in. Because it's, it's really, it's getting you guys ready. I want to get y'all ready for what's coming. Okay, y'all good? Who's, who's good? All right, okay. All right, so let's go to the next one. How to stand strong, okay? <laughs> he stood strong at the lock-in. Thank you, Nacho Libre. Just take that in. All right, how to stand strong. <laughs> okay, here's, the, here's it. If you're taking notes, it's really easy. All right, let's go to the first point. Next slide here. Don't compromise. Just say it with me. Don't compromise. Good. Don't compromise. That's like, that's where I feel like face first on. When I was in high school, like I compromised my Jesus to fit in. And y'all have heard this before. Most of you have heard me talk about this, but I want to just say, don't be ashamed don't be ashamed of your light. Let's do the next slide. I want to show you a picture of what it looks like to not be ashamed. Whoa. Totally unashamed. That was last week right here, right here in this very spot, worshiping. And there's others behind, like, and that's just a glimpse. Just totally unashamed. Do not be ashamed of the light because it's not a little light, it's a fire. You understand? It's a fire, okay? Do not be ashamed. Um, I went to Israel about some point, at some point in the summer, this past summer, y'all, and I was reminded of what it was like to be in high school. Okay, let me tell you this quick story, y'all. I was going to the meeting room with all these students and professors. And I had a book I was carrying, not this one, but it was one of my favorite books. It's a Christian book. And I'm walking to the hall, listen, listen. I'm walking and this guy, I know he didn't know Jesus. He made it very known. He's like, hey, what you reading? And I immediately was like, oh my gosh. Like I almost felt ashamed. Can I just be real? I was like, I almost felt like, oh gosh, I'm embarrassed about my book. And I'm like, what? 
what? I can't believe I'm embarrassed about being a light. I'm just being very transparent, very real. It's a real temptation to be ashamed. And I said, okay, I don't know what's gonna happen after this conversation, but I gotta be a light. I said, yeah. And I handed it to him and he's looking at it, reading the back and a lot, just totally picking apart. Just very intellectual. And uh, I was like, this book is one of my favorite books. It's about how to be strong in the Lord. And I just started talking about it and I could just see like just he did not like what I was saying, but inside I felt a fire stirring like I just made God proud. I just made it known that I am not ashamed of Jesus Christ and what he did for me. What I'm doing right now, standing up for what I believe in is nothing compared to what he did for me on the cross. It's worth it. It's worth the humiliation. It's, and believe me, this guy came back a couple days later and offered me a, a drink because he knew what I stood for, him and a couple other guys. So there was an opportunity for me to drink on this trip on several different occasions. And you know, it felt kind of cool and good inside to say no. It sounds crazy, but I was like, I could get away with it too. Nobody would know. I could so hide it from like, I'm in another country, y'all. I'm never gonna see these people again. She would have known, she would have found out. But something in me was, and when I said they were like, they had a big bag, y'all, and they were just like, they were all going in one of the rooms to just kind of hang out. And you know, they were like, you know what's wrong? And I said, <laughs> and I was like, no, thank you. I did. I said, no, thank you. With a big smile and the love of Christ. No, thank you. And do you know that guy was like, like his face started like twitching. Like you are weird, girl. <laughs> you are weird. And I just remember, man, just, I knew I was weird. And, but it was okay. Because I knew my daddy was going to, he was so proud of what I was standing up for. So next time you get a temptation, you just say, no, thank you. They'll run, believe me, they will run. <laughs> I love y'all. Thanks for putting up my weirdness. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'll just tell you this too, what, what I do for a living I've been offered, we've have, I have meetings, I meet with people, I'm filming. Y'all, I've been offered drinks. Like, hey, you just wanna, and, I'm, and it's just so crazy. It's like everywhere. It's everywhere. And I'm like having a business meeting. I really want this job. And they just drinking a little wine. It's not like they're going party. It's just like a casual thing. And I'm, I could totally get away with it. I could totally do it. But I, I don't say, no, I, I don't drink because I'm a Christian. That's bad, bad, bad. Get away. I don't say that. What do I say? I'm like, no, thank you. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you. I just hit my tooth on the mic. Sorry. But I'm like, no, okay. I'll pass. So, 
It's there, but it's not worth it to me. Because that's a, that's a choice to compromise. So I'm just giving you examples of when I can compromise. All right, are y'all following me? All right. Don't compromise. I can't compromise because that little wine, glass of wine and a couple beers here or maybe doing a little bit of this with this person and it's compromise. So, but let me just tell you this. Let me just tell you this. Jesus did eat with the sinners, okay? We can talk about this. Jesus ate with people who were in full-fledged sin, like bad. He sat at a dark table to reach people. But listen, he discipled people who were hungry to change. There's a difference because I know well, I'm trying to reach this person. I'm trying to I'm trying to befriend them. I'm trying to pull them in. I got to like spend more time. I got to but you got to there's a balance that Jesus made. He sat with them at the table, but he also broke away way more with his people that were hungry for truth and change and to live right. Are you following me? Jesus spent most of his time in prayer discipling those who were hungry and healing the sick and preaching. And then he would go if you know and spend to sit at the table but that was not all the time okay there's a balance and it's very very important y'all it's so important cuz this is what got me this point that i'm making right now is what got me away from jesus when i was in high school jesus sat at the table i'm supposed to sit at the table today i'm supposed to reach them i'm supposed to go after them i had such a drive to be a light but yet i fell into darkness it is not easy and there is a balance and what I'm telling you I, I wish I would have known this 11 years ago seriously but God had a, he, he brought it all together he really did so we're gonna move on um, okay let's talk about so we said don't compromise second thing how to stand strong to be a light do not compromise and the second thing is stay connected okay let's go to the stay connected to your Christian friends to your pastors to your spiritual mentors and parents to people who know they can keep tabs on you again I became unconnected from my Christian friends youth group friends I just unconnected because I didn't understand the balance it was way in one direction, and there was no balance. Are y'all, is this making sense? Y'all understand? Good. Stay connected to your Christian believing friends. Like Jesus, when he discipled, he was with those who were hungry. He stayed connected. Let's show the next slide. I'm going to show you what that looks like. Friends who love Jesus too. And that's everybody in this room. But I just had to, I just wanted to make it, you know, to the point. But I just, that was in the album. I was like, okay, this represents your Christian friends, people who love Jesus too. Stay connected to the vine, to the, to the source, to people who are going to call you. Like Abby right here, she's going to say, you know, Verrett, where you been? What's going on with you? I haven't seen you. I haven't heard from you. 
You've been hanging out a little bit much with this person. I'm just checking on you. You know, Kelsey can check up on Jarrah. And, and does, does this make sense? Our, our believing Christian friends stay connected. Man, that's so important. Okay. All right, we're going to go to the next one. So we said don't compromise. Oh, I must have missed one. The next point is keep your commitment. There it is. Keep your commitment. Don't compromise. Stay connected to your friends that love Jesus and keep your commitment to Christ. To Christ. This was another thing, y'all. I did not spend that much time with God anymore. I was so focused on reaching out that I just did not spend time with God like I did in the summer. Just just be real. There's more time in the summer. Not much time in school year. There's a lot of football games and rallies and essays and exams. And believe me, I know. But there has got to be a drive, a fight inside of our heart that we're like, I have to spend time with God. Today, y'all, I was like, I have to spend time with God. Like, I've got to get right with you, Lord. There are some things, man, that I I need you, Jesus. Are y'all following me? I'm just being really real. Stay committed. Keep your commitment to God. And we're going to go to the next slide. I want to show you. That's taken, this next slide shows, this is taking a bold stand for Christ. Staying connected. You see those your friends, your youth group, a place where you come and you just get you just get connected. Come on. Boldness. So proud of y'all. So proud of y'all for coming tonight. All right, let's go to the next one. I want to show you another example of just staying connected. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what happened there, but that we can go to the next one yeah you just go to the next one there let's just take a look at that you can go back that's it that's it. <laughs> all right go to the next one. <laughs> all right go to the next one just a funny I had to throw a funny in there all right keep your spiritual batteries charged up we're talking about staying connected that's sad but it actually represents this should be me Finding anything and everything to keep me connected to Christ. Do y'all, do y'all understand? I'm, I need to find the outlets, whether it's worship, more time or with God or friends and just doing things that get me connected to the power, to the source. My relationship with Jesus is what it boils down to. Do y'all understand? Okay. Do the next slide. There's, I don't think there's any more embarrassing. I'm not sure. But fight to find time with God. And, like, that's everybody up at the altar. And it's like you, we have to fight for time. We have to fight and say, no flesh. I'm not going to go on a Netflix, Netflix binge tonight. I need to be in the face of God. Come on. It's okay to watch Netflix. It's okay to watch shows. It's okay to be on Snap. But there's got to be a balance where I am more connected to, 
to the power of God. Come on. You know when you feel it. You, you know. You know the feeling when you're like, ooh, I need, a, I need to give it Jesus. There is a feeling that comes. And that's, that's the Holy Spirit, y'all. That's a gift that you can feel that conviction of. And it's okay. He's not mad at you. Do you know what I thought when I was in high school? God is so mad. I haven't spent any time with him in like two weeks. He's so mad. Why try? Why try? He's so mad. I've messed up. I, I cannot go spend time with him now. I might as well just keep doing what I'm doing. Does anybody ever deal with that? Or is that just me? Because that is like really, I still deal with that today at times. Seriously, he is so mad at me. But that's the wrong way to look at the father. That's the thing. Sometimes life will teach you the way the father is, but that's not a loving father. The loving father says, I just can't wait for you to talk to me. I am so looking forward to spending time with you. That's the father. Every time I come back to him, he's just waiting like, I've missed you. Gosh, I've missed you. You are so sweet to me, child. I love you. I've missed you. I've just, this is what I've wanted this whole time. Don't think about last week. Just be right here, right now with me. We're going to work on that. That's the Father. He's not mad at us. All right, almost done with this point on staying connected. Just going to church doesn't mean we personally know Jesus. Okay, think of it this way, guys. Okay, y'all over there, listen to this. Just going to school doesn't mean we're going to pass. We have to apply ourselves. Study, pass the test, do your homework. If I just show up at school, that doesn't mean I'm going to pass. Okay? I've got to know Jesus on a personal level. Like, I've got, got to know him. I've got to, like, study, pass the test, do my homework. I've got to know Jesus, like, as a person. Just going to church and doing good things for God does not mean I know him. Just serving on a, on a team or going through this and that and feed the poor does not mean I know him personally. That's just showing up. But knowing him, applying myself, involving myself in my relationship with Jesus, that's what counts. That's it. That's it. Okay? Amen. Let's go. So before we move on, I'm telling you how to stand strong as a light. Don't compromise. Stay connected to your believing friends and keep your commitment with God. So I don't know about y'all, but let me, let's go to the next point. I want to talk about how to take territory. I don't know how that one got. I think somebody had my phone and took some funny pics, so I got them back. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Had to throw a funny. That's what happens when you just leave your phone for a second, and you're like, who did that? 
So I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to just survive in this dark world. I want to take territory. I want to I overcome. I want to conquer. Come on, who doesn't just want to get by barely? I'm just the light of Christ in this world. so scary and everyone's so cruel and everybody's just mean. Uh, that is, that is a wimp. I don't know, man. Like Jesus died for me to be victorious and to be like awesome and not afraid of the cruel dark world. Come on. <laughs> we gotta, I don't wanna just survive the battle. I don't wanna just barely get by. I wanna win. I want to conquer. I want the victory. I want to take territory from the dark world. I want to take back what the enemy's trying to do to my friends. I want to make a stand for Christ. I want to get people with me into the kingdom, not just barely get by. Don't look at me wrong. You're so mean. Like, what kind of Christian is that? Oh, they got demons. Oh, they're scary. What kind of Christian? Ew. That girl stinks. <laughs> Come on, what kind of Christian does that? <laughs> All right, so how to take territory. Y'all wanna know how to, how to be victorious? Who wants to know how to win? Who wants to take territory? Who wants to go to school and like see your school change? I'm not playing. Come on, I feel anointed. Who wants to see it change? You. Come on, next slide. Thank you so much, Lacey. Thanks. Say, y'all thank Lacey for being on the slide. Like, last minute. Thank you, Lord. And thank you to all of our leaders who serve, who pick up, who pick us up and drop us off at home and serve behind the scenes. Just, man, thank you, Jesus. So, okay, how to take territory. You want to take territory, right? Do you want to make a difference? Do you want to overcome and not just survive the battle? Be Christ-like. I have two points for this, and that's it. How to take territory. It's, it works. Be Christ-like. Next slide. Be nice. Do you see what Kelsey's doing? I know. I'm picking. But she was just pouring that, man. Like, be nice. No, I'm kidding. I just had a pick on you. Be nice. All right, next slide. Let's go to the next one. Why? Like, why did he have that over her head? Do you see what happened to her? Dude, look at her face. It's full of paint. I'm just picking, you know, I'm just picking on y'all. Like, that, yeah, we were playing. We were playing. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, be nice. Be Christ-like. Christ-like is nice. Let's go to our scripture, y'all. Hebrews 12, 14 through 15, passion. In every relationship, be swift to choose peace over competition. Wait, do we need to read that? Peace over competition and run swiftly towards holiness for those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Watch over each other to make sure that no one misses the revelation of God's grace. And make sure no one lives with a root of bitterness sprouting within them, which will only cause trouble and poison the hearts of many. You know why people get bitter with Christians? 
Because sometimes Christians can be really stuck up and judgmental and rude. And it really bothers me. This is a sore subject. Y'all listen, man. I'm spilling my heart. Listen. I only have y'all for like a couple more minutes and I'm out of your hair. But Christians who are not nice mess, up, mess the world. They, they really, it's like this bitterness gets in people. They're like, I don't want to be like them. I don't want to know their God. Come on, like, we as Christians, we are not to be stuck up. We are not to act like we're better than others. Like I was saying earlier, like, ooh, she got demons, or ooh, she's, she talks weird. I don't like the sound of her voice. Or like, oh, he is, he's so, he, he's just, he's so loud. Why, why does he have to be so obnoxious? What kind of Christian talks like that? And I, I know that there are all kind of things in high school, all kind of personalities, all kind of people that we're dealing with. Are y'all, are y'all really getting this right now? Like we have to be nice. We have to be a Christian, Christ-like. What does Christ look like? What, what does Christ look like, y'all? He looks gentle understanding, loving, he gives grace. Let's do the next slide. I want to show y'all. This is the whole point. Love people until they ask you why. (laughs) Bud. Bud. Sorry. That was a good one. I got you on that. Love people until they ask you why. Look at Nate. He's just like, what's going on? <laughs> like, this is the most awkward picture I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> what is everybody doing? Love people until they ask you why. So I want you to think of this picture. Why? Why? Y'all say why. Why? All right, so before I finish, I really need everyone to stop talking and, like, having these mini conversations. Like, please, y'all, okay? I'm a human, too, and it does get get on my nerves a little bit. So I love y'all, but I'm trying to be Christ-like, okay? Trying to be Christ-like. Trying to to really live out this word. Okay, so let's go to our next point. So I said be nice, didn't I? I did. Be nice. And then the next slide, the next point, Oh, wait, go back, go back. Be cool. Come on, say, be cool. I believe in my heart, Christians are supposed to be the coolest people on the planet. I'm not even playing when I say that. Now, listen, though. They should be the coolest people in the world, but that doesn't mean popular. That doesn't mean liked, and it, it doesn't mean like you'll, like that you'll fit in. I'm talking about cool Like you were just like, you're cool. Like that girl, she was just cool. She knew who she was. Do you understand? Like the coolest people, like they are different. Something's different with them. Whatever they have, I want it. 
Why do they love me so much? Love people until they ask you why. Like, why do you keep being nice to me when I'm so mean to you? Like, people are like, and I was pretty mean to that girl at times. Let's be real. I was a different person back then before I knew Jesus. And she was just kept being so nice to me, so loving. She was so cool. Be cool. I want to show you what cool looks like. Let's show it. Thank you, Lacey. That works right there. That's cool. Okay? I'm just throwing some funnies in there. Like, Let's do the next one. Let's show the next slide. I'm going to show you what cool. That's cool, y'all. That's the cutest human being I've ever seen. All right. Let's, let's go to the uh, next one. All right. <clears throat> now, what I love is that they are, these three girls are so cool that they eventually made Gabe smile. Like, he was like, I'm going to smile because they're so cool. All right, he's going to get me for that later. Um, be cool. Christians should be the coolest person in the world. I'm picking on everybody, okay? All right, let's go to the uh, scripture here. I want to talk about it again. Matthew 5, 13, 16. We talked about this earlier. Your lives are like salt among the people. But if you like salt become bland, how can your saltiness be restored? Flavorless salt is good for nothing and will be thrown out and trampled on by others. So everybody say salt. salt. Say it slow. Salt. Good. You guys got it. All right, next. Thank you, Lace. All right, salt. That's what salt that's what I think about. When I think about salt, I think about that. So we are the, okay, that scripture says salt and light. Jesus is saying, like, it's the same, salt, light. Do you think that's, that light makes the world better? When I said we should be the coolest people on the planet, that means that we're supposed to make it better here. We're supposed to make this world better as Christians. Like, if, Christ, if, we, if light is not in the room, it's dark. We, people don't even realize that they got it good because we're around. People don't even know. Like, they don't even realize that because you're there, you're in your family, or you're around these, they don't even realize that they have a light with them. And then you take that light away, it's, it's just disastrous. Salt. Salt is so good. Salt helps things. Do you understand? Like, salt is not just for flavor in food, but it heals. It heals wounds. It, it enhances. Salt heals. So let's show the next picture here. I want to just give you, I've already thought about going get that tonight. Okay, we have, here's an example. Here's a perfect, simple example. Y'all listen, I'm about to close this up. A perfect example of McDonald's fries. What makes McDonald's fries so good? Salt. salt. Who puts extra salt? Me. Okay, let's just use McDonald's because everybody understands. 
If that didn't have salt, it would be bland. Can you imagine putting salt on those fries and there is no saltiness? What's the point? That's when we're not a light. When we don't let our flavor out, when we don't let our light out, when we don't shine, what's the point? It's like flavorless grains of salt. Nothing. It's like, what are you doing? Why am I not letting my light shine right now around these people? Is it fear? Is it that I'm ashamed? Okay? Salt. Now, you put just the right amount of salt on there because if I put too much salt, you're getting salty. So, here's a good example, y'all. Don't be so salty. Don't be so, oh, my Bible says you shall not curse the Lord your God. Get away. That is being too salty, y'all. That is putting way too much salt on something. We are the salt, but we're not supposed to be extra salty. We are to have a balance. Come on. You ever get around Christians who are like judgy and just, just very critical? And you're like, I, I just, you are way too much. That's way too much. We're supposed to be cool. We're supposed to be nice. We're supposed to have so much love oozing out of us that people are like, oh my gosh, I want to hang out with you. You are fun. You are really fun. Come on. So I'm going to stop right here and I have a couple more things to say. But tonight, I just wanted to offer something to y'all. Um, some of you have made, have heard this story before and I'm going to just briefly share it. Okay. But I really do need to tell you all this. The Holy Spirit was like, you have to share it. But I want to just tell you the story, what happened to me. I talk about a lot how high school was like really a crazy, it was a big deal what happened. And it was a night like this in the summer. Some have already started, but it was the end of summer for me. And next week school started. I was at youth group. I was a junior and I was going into my senior year. And I remember sitting there and I was like, okay, God, I really, I really want to make my senior year count for Christ. Like I, you can apply this to anything. Like I really want to make my new job count for Christ. I really want to make college count for Christ. I, I really want to make where I'm at count for Christ and that's where I was so serious so driven to do a good job like God I really want to make senior year count for you and it was so pure it was so genuine and it just was in my heart like nobody talked to me about it, it just ha it just was there in my heart and so I went up to the altar and there was a leader and I said I had a prayer request. I was like, can you pray for me? I just want to make my senior year count for Jesus. Like, I really want to commit myself. I want to make a commitment with God. And so I did. They prayed. I was excited. I was like, okay, here we go. It's going to be a good year. Make it count. I felt so ready to conquer this new school year. And we were getting a bunch of new people. I just knew it was going to be so good. And the first day of school came, I walk in the classroom 
And I'll never forget that on the first day, the enemy was already at work trying to come against my pure heart. I will never forget it. I could feel it. There was a lot of new people. It's like I'm in the classroom right now. I just looked around and I could just feel like I was, I was so ready, but yet I, like the enemy was already at work, already luring me to fit in, to just dim it down a little bit. And my heart was to reach people in my, you know, the school. But after a couple months, I slowly began to fade into sin. I, I faded. It wasn't like a, all of a sudden night and day. It was like a fade. I just slowly faded away into sin. And I was so angry at myself because I knew I made a commitment and I didn't keep it. And so then I just felt so guilty and ashamed and far from God. I felt dirty, you know? And, you know, I didn't have these keys that I'm giving y'all tonight. And a lot of y'all are going, like, Jameson's about to go into the Marines. And he's, like, everybody's about to go into a different place or wherever Jameson's going to go. I don't, I don't know. But I know every person in this room is about to go on a new journey. You're about to go somewhere. And God will make a way. God will arrange. Sometimes God arranges things too. You had a plan and then he, he like reroutes you. But he's with you. Thank God when he, he wrecks our plans because you never know where that road was going to lead you. But I didn't have these keys that I'm giving you tonight. And if I would have had these keys, my, it could have been so different, y'all like really different. And you know what's wild? Is that I got on Facebook yesterday, I got a, um, an invitation, like an event, to my high school reunion, 10 years, yesterday. And I'm like talking about all this. And it's just amazing how God will bring it back full circle. And when I go, I'm gonna be a totally different person. I'm gonna be a light. And I'm probably not gonna stay the whole time because it won't be good things, but I know that I'm gonna bring someone with me, accountability and like reach these people just to show my face and go. But is that crazy how God brought it back full circle? But I wasn't ready. My heart was ready, right and pure, but I went into the battle totally unprepared, y'all. I was so eager and so like my heart was ready, good intentions. But I went into this battle completely unprepared. And I just got plundered. Like, whoa, I did not see that coming. And it was just a slow fade. Just a, just a, this person, like, they just, I just got caught up. I got caught up in it. So, let's just put this up. I didn't realize the fries were up there so long. Let's just put the next one. Make a commitment. I don't know if I spelled commitment right, but it didn't auto-check me. Um, but when I just looked at it, I was like, oh, okay. Um, make a commitment. I just want to offer something to y'all. 
an opportunity to make a commitment before, if you've already started school or maybe you're in a career, I don't know, y'all, but tonight is a night to make a commitment for this new season. I'm gonna say season. For this new chapter to make a commitment. And I'm making it as well to be a light in whatever dark place I go into. It's time to start over and to make it count. But we have these keys to stand strong, to, to not compromise, stay connected to your friends, keep your commitment with God, to be Christ-like, be cool, be kind, be nice, be a light. So the last slide here, I just want to show y'all how beautiful this is. I love this. Together, we can be an army of light. If every person, or even just half of this group, and that's y'all, was a light, would shine their light, do you know what could change around us? Like, Jared, like, everybody in Bruley, be a light. That school will change. It will be transformed. Everybody who's who's listening to this, y'all have a gift. And you will be amazed at the people who will be drawn to your light this year. If if, If everybody, wherever they go, is a light for Christ, we will see change around us. So... Tonight is your commission. We talked about the prophetic generation. Pastor Kevin said last uh, week at the lock-in, you are a prophetic generation. Like, things are going to change because you're a light. Things will change because you're a light. So, tonight marks your commitment to always be a light in dark places. When I was holding that light up, I said, don't ever forget this picture because you're gonna, it's going to be a different season. It's, you're going to get out of high school, go into college, go into career, go into family, in-laws. I mean, like, you're going to be in darkness. Like, this world is dark. And there's just many opportunities to be a light. So don't ever forget the power of your light because your light will bring people to Christ just consistently. And it's amazing. Who's ready to start over? Who wants to start over? Who wants to make it count? Who wants to make a commitment tonight? Like, I don't even know where where to go, but this is what I saw was that I just saw us coming up here and like the leaders, like you're just gonna kind of walk through and we're gonna just lay hands on you. And like, you're gonna make a commitment tonight. Just come up and then, we're going to just commission you. Like, we're going to send you off. Like, lay hands on you and pray for you. And just like, like I did that night, when I went up to the altar, I went to a leader, and they prayed for me. But now that the keys have been given, you don't have to go through what I went through. So if your heart is just so ready to do this, no matter where you go in life, to be a light, like, this is serious. This is so serious because people are going to follow you here to this youth group because of your light. We're going to see this place filled up 
with people because of you. Not because of us, but because you are in the dark place in that high school. We're here to encourage y'all who come, but like y'all have such a better microphone to reach the people who are in the darkness. They're understanding that. That's your platform, that's your stage to be a light for Christ. And so I guess we'll just put a little music on to kind of like break the awkward silence so that we can have a little moment to um, kind of just wind down a little bit right now. And let's just close our eyes and prepare our heart right now. Y'all been hearing this word. and um, But let's just make a bold statement. Let's do something. Let's do something drastic. Let's do something Let's take a stand tonight in in the presence of God in front of the audience of one, Jesus Christ, who's here tonight with us. He sees us, y'all. I'll never forget when my dad, he told me new songs bring new breakthrough. New seasons, they bring new seasons. And you can say that to anything, taking a new step will bring a new result. And I just feel like tonight is a new step. Take a new step tonight to be commissioned as a light of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So if you guys want to make a stand and and just make a commitment tonight to be a light, I just invite you to come up here and we're just going to pray over y'all and just allow the Holy Spirit to continue to touch your heart. Be marked tonight. Be marked by the hand of God tonight. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to get the leaders to come up here and you guys are just going to kind of like walk through the leaders are going to stand up here on the altar and what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to make a line on this side and we're going to and you guys are going to walk through and we're just going to as you're walking through we're going to lay hands on you to commission you so if you will let's come around this way and we're going to walk coming this way so these guys over here if you'll go around here Right there, right there. It's good, good. So we got we got two separate lines here. All right, so the line is going back this way. So it's not going to take long. We're just going to pray over you guys as y'all come through. So, all right, one th- all right. As you guys are preparing to come through, as y'all are getting in line, I'm just going to make a quick, a few quick statements here. So I want you to understand what you're doing and what you're saying by coming up here. You are making a stand and a commitment to be His light. That means that sometimes you may be in a compromising situation, and you got to do the right thing even when it's hard. But the good news is. By you making this commitment tonight to Christ, it's going to release his grace to cause you to do that which seems impossible. 
Amen. So as you come through, I want you to come through expecting that God is going to do in a supernatural uh, grace moment in your heart is going to cause you to burn for Jesus. Sorry.
I want the real thing.